The Dallas Stars did something Saturday night that they don't do too often. They won a game in overtime. And on today's episode, we'll talk about the heroics from Joe Pavelski and Miro Haskinen. Talk about the Stars' penalty kill and how it's been holding up despite the absence of a few key players. And then we'll get reset for round two of the Stars and Kraken in Seattle on today's episode of Locked On Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Bing bong. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, coming to you on this Monday, March 13th. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener of the show, thank you for stopping by and making Locked On Stars your first listen every single day. If you're new to the show, be sure to hit that subscribe button on YouTube or the follow button on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. We're free and available no matter where or how you may choose to listen. What a crazy, crazy weekend it was for the Stars. It feels like just a few weekends ago, uh, we're watching this team play a 9 o'clock Central Time puck drop game against a Pacific Division opponent in the Vegas Golden Knights, and it's a crazy tight game, kind of low scoring, and the Stars seemingly uh, going to lose the game down by one late in the third period, but then someone comes up big, and the Stars force overtime, and they eventually get the win either in overtime or shootout. And we saw a very similar situation just a couple days ago in Seattle. The Stars down by one goal. They had been leading or at least tied the majority of the game, uh, but then kind of in the latter stages of the third period, Oliver Bjorkstrand gets his 14th goal of the season on the power play to put the Seattle cracking up by a score of 3-2. to two. And things not looking great for the Stars who came into this game knowing uh, that they needed to at least split this series with the Seattle Kraken uh, in the midst of this six-game trip away from home. A tightly contested game against a pretty good Kraken team who is likely going to finish somewhere in the top three in the Pacific Division or at least very close to it. They're looking like a playoff team and the Stars found themselves in trouble. They pulled Jake Ottinger from the net looking for a last-minute goal to tie the game to get themselves a point in force overtime. And just like the game against the Vegas Golden Knights, it was the biggest-name players on the team coming through when the Stars needed them the most. The top line comes out there with Miro Heiskanen, Jamie Benn, and they come through. Joe Pavelski buries his 17th goal of the season from uh, assist from Rope Hintz and Miro Heiskanen there, ties the game forces overtime, and ensures that the Dallas Stars get at least a point. And while I was nervous for overtime, I was excited that the Stars were at least going to come away from this game with something. I know that we've been fed up with overtime this season. We've been fed up with settling for one point. But in a game like this, in the middle of a six-game road trip, you're happy to at least get something out of this game. But thankfully, uh, we saw a little change of pace if you will from the Dallas Stars and they did something that they haven't done a lot of this season which is win in overtime and not just a win past regulation and a shootout they won in the three-on-three -three, uh, and 
a pretty stress-inducing three-on-three at that. The Seattle Kraken possessed the, the puck for the majority of the time that the three-on-three was played, and the Stars really could not find a way to get possession. They eventually had to settle for Jake Ottinger getting a shot thrown at him. Uh, he blocks it. It goes up and out of play. The Stars win a face-off. Uh, Max Domi, Evgeny Dodonov, and Miro Haskinen then on the ice. And I had said a few episodes ago after the Stars, I believe it was after the game in which they lost to the Flames at home, I said I was disappointed, obviously, that the Stars lost and that they didn't get any points from that matchup. But I also wanted to see what it would look like to have Dodonov and Domi in overtime for the Stars because those are the two new acquisitions from the trade deadline. And I've been very impressed with what I've seen from both of them so far especially Max Domi. I wanted to see what he could do in the overtime period with his playmaking ability, his vision, his patience. And I think on Saturday night, we we know what he's capable of. And he made me look really good for wanting to see that. He makes one of the most beautiful saucer passes you'll see this season, uh, kind of from the corner to Miro Haskinen, who's open in the slot. And it's not necessarily the easiest puck to hit, not the easiest shot to bury. But Miro Haskinen, even though he's a defenseman, has the poise and the composure to make sure that that puck ends up in the back of the net. And the Dallas Stars escape Saturday night with two massive points. And now they hold all the momentum in this somewhat makeshift of an almost playoff series here as they'll go up against Seattle again tonight. And then they'll see them at the end of this road trip back in Dallas when the team returns home at the conclusion of this trip uh, to the Pacific Northwest. And so we're going to be seeing a lot of this Kraken team going forward. And it's huge that the Stars are now a, a perfect two for two to start this road trip out. And they're picking up as many points as possible, especially on a day like Saturday, where plenty of other key players uh, around the Central Division picked up wins. The Nashville Predators won, the Minnesota Wild won on Saturday, the Colorado Avalanche, and the Winnipeg Jets all picking up wins, all picking up two points on Saturday and the Dallas Stars doing the exact same thing to give themselves not a huge cushion, but still a somewhat decent cushion after Saturday night's win in the Central Division, which at this point in the season is all you can ask for. I mean, this is what you expect from late season hockey. This is what we've come to, you know, know for, from this stretch of the season. These teams are fighting not just for playoff spots, but for playoff positioning as well. And the Dallas Stars come up in a huge, huge way. And I, of course, know uh, by the time you guys are hearing this, Winnipeg and Minnesota will have played game two of some back-to-backs. I'm recording this late Saturday night. By the time, again, you're hearing this, Winnipeg and Tampa Bay will have probably already played. And Minnesota and Arizona might have already played as well. So maybe the standings are a little bit closer or maybe they still look relatively the same. But nonetheless, the Dallas Stars took care of what they could control which was getting two points in their matchup against the Kraken, and they did just that. And now they have the luxury of not having to travel immediately after this game against Seattle. They get to stay in one place for an extended period of time, which I think will be helpful for them, especially now as today they enter game one of a back-to-back as they'll be in Seattle tonight, and then they'll be in Vancouver tomorrow. A difficult back-to-back, but now they've built up even more momentum after Thursday night's dominating win against the Buffalo Sabres. They now come into Seattle and they win a much tighter game, a much closer game, but a game that I think was cathartic for them and hopefully boost them going forward. If they ever find themselves in OT again, I think the monkey is off their back a little bit now and there's going to be more confidence going forward 
in the three-on-three period from this team to close out the regular season. And I'm sure that we're going to see much more of Max Domi and Evgeny Dodonov on the ice in OT if and when the Stars find themselves in that position. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll shift our attention from the offense and talk a little bit about the defense and more specifically the Dallas Stars penalty kill and how they continue to come up big despite the absence of a few key pieces. More on that right after this. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at Athletic Greens. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens product, AG1, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. There's tons of people who take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day, and that's it. There's no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I want to thank you again for making the Lockdown Stars podcast your first listen of the day. Thank you guys for tuning in. Be sure to follow us on your favorite podcasting platform. Subscribe to the show on YouTube if you haven't done so already. Drop a like and let me know how you felt watching that Miro Haskin in overtime game winner. Felt incredible uh, to watch this team be on the winning side of an overtime period for once. It just feels like we haven't seen a lot of that this season. And if we have, it's really been more in shootouts. Haven't really seen this team actually win in overtime uh, since 2022. Back when they, I believe they beat the Senators and the Red Wings back-to-back in mid-December. And it's really just been slim pickings for this team in overtime. And normally it ends pretty quick, but the Stars able to hold their own defensively. The Kraken, again, possessed the puck for the majority of the overtime period. Once the Stars finally were able to get possession, they were able to make something happen. And a big part of it was Jake Ottinger and the Stars' ability to keep the Kraken off the board. But it wasn't just in the overtime period. The Stars did give up a goal on the power play at one point in this in this matchup. But I kept thinking to myself several times throughout the game, especially in the earlier part of the game, that the Stars' penalty kill is a huge reason for this team's success, especially uh, away from home, uh, and especially Saturday night's game. I think there was a lot of that on full display. And one of the biggest moments of the game came with the four-minute double minor penalty, uh, the Stars going on the power, or the penalty kill, rather, for an extended uh, amount of time and a pretty pivotal moment in the game where the Kraken were looking to get back into it. I believe they were still down by one goal and the stars find themselves down a man for not just two minutes, but for four because of a high sticking call uh, that did not go in their favor. A player t- trying to is tied to Landry, actually trying to get a shot back on net misses on his shot and hits Adam Larson in the face with his stick draws blood gets the double minor, and you think, oh, no, like the Stars are in a rough spot here. The Kraken are going to get some momentum. They're maybe going to score here. But the Stars put on one of the best penalty kills we've seen from them this season. And the Dallas Stars' PK remains top three in the NHL in percentage. And that's really where they've been the majority of this season. Even with the power play 
fluctuating up and down and up and down throughout the entirety of the 22-23 campaign, the PK has been very consistent, very constant, uh, dipping and going up and down every now and then, but not too big like the power play has done this season. And it's been very impressive and a very important part of this team. And what's been more impressive about it as of late is they're doing it without some of their key guys in the lineup. Guys like Luke Glendinning, who that's kind of his role on this team is to be a grit and grind type player who wins faceoffs, who lays a check every now and then. But he's also an incredibly important piece on the Stars penalty kill. And he's been on injured reserve for quite some time now. Uh, it's my understanding that he's starting to skate a little bit and starting to ease his way back in into playing. So hopefully we'll see the return of Luke Lindening relatively soon. But now the Stars are also missing Tyler Sagan, who uh, we understand now um, more information about his injury, a cut, a laceration on his leg. And so he's technically listed as day-to-day, -day, but I, I Brian Ray touched on this on Stars Live during Saturday night's broadcast. And I have to agree that we might not see Tyler Sagan for the remainder of this road trip just with the, the tricky situation with an injury that a cut like that can can provide. He's been stitched up. Not something you want to rush a player back out there for because it could lead to more issues down the road for the player. And so we want Tyler to be 100% as healthy as can be before coming back. But he's also sometimes a key player for this Stars team on the PK, especially while Luke Glendening has been absent. But the Stars, again, are still finding ways to, for the most part, be very, very good and very rock solid on the penalty kill, even with guys like Wyatt Johnston stepping up in big moments. Wyatt Johnston had two minutes and 20 seconds of shorthanded time on ice on Saturday night, helping out the, the usual suspects, Roddick Foxa, Jamie Benn, Rope Hintz, and Yoel Kiviranta. And of course, the strong cast of defensemen uh, in Essa Lindell, Ryan Suter, Miro Haskinen, Yanni Hockenpah, all of those guys hovering around the three and a half minute mark. And, and outside of, again, that Oliver Bjorkstrand power play goal, they looked very, very good. And that, and that Bjorkstrand goal, Seattle finally actually ran a, a somewhat competent power play where they actually kept the puck in the zone, got some good passes, and finally found a shot wide open, basically, in the slot. And, and that's more just they finally kind of did some good things that wore the Stars out, whereas on the other looks, the Stars had overpowered the Kraken despite being shorthanded and made life very difficult for them in terms of getting set up in the zone, unable to find any sort of rhythm or chemistry there. And so it's more a testament to Seattle finally doing something right than the Stars doing something wrong because they were kept in their zone for so long, they can't get that change, and those guys are getting worn out and tired, especially as late in the game as that power play was for the Seattle Kraken. And of course, the Stars would be nowhere without the help of their best penalty killer, Jake Ottinger, who saved 28 of 31 shots on Saturday night made some very big saves for this team, both at even strength and some on the power play as well, saving two of three power play shots in this game for the team. The Stars found themselves uh, with eight penalty minutes and giving the Kraken four power play opportunities. And while they did surrender the one goal, I thought they looked very solid throughout the entirety of the game, and they've looked really good as of late. Even in Buffalo the other night, Buffalo has one of the best power plays in the NHL and the Stars overall looked rock solid. And this is, again, without some of the key pieces on this team. And it makes me optimistic going forward for this squad, especially with the playoffs approaching, because special teams and goaltending are what can tilt the ice in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And the Stars obviously know that they have a good goaltender in Jake Ottinger. They know that the penalty kill is good. They really just need to fine-tune the power play down the stretch this season. 
And if that's the case, if the Stars can check the boxes on all three of those categories, they're going to be a very tough out in the playoffs this season. And it makes it very, very exciting. And I'm thrilled to watch what this team can do down the stretch because I think they boast advantages in all of these categories when they're at their best. And we're starting to slowly but surely see the power play come back to being what it's been for the Stars for the majority of this season. And that is absolutely lethal. They just didn't really get their looks on Saturday night, only getting one chance at the power play. But if they get three or four, I think they probably bury at least one, given the trajectory that the team had been on. We're going to take one more quick break, but when we come back, we'll talk about tonight's game yet again in Seattle, and we'll talk about what the Stars need to do in order to win back-to-back games in the Emerald City. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. What makes a Built Bar taste so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate, and they come in unbelievably delicious flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. And I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they are healthy for you. Only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get your own box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at Built.com. And you can get them now at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or the coconut puffs. doesn't really matter how you choose to get your hands on some Built Bars. Just make sure you find a way to get some because they are absolutely delicious and they will change your life for the better. All right, everybody, the Dallas Stars win in overtime in Seattle on Saturday night, and they are back in Seattle tonight. And I say back as if they went somewhere, they've just been hanging out. They just took it easy on Sunday, I imagine, getting themselves ready for tonight's matchup in the same building, Climate Pledge Arena, looking to go two for two against the Kraken uh, in this quote-unquote back-to-back series that they have going here. And obviously, great to get the win. I think best-case scenario, you split this series with the Kraken on this road trip, but now the Stars have a little bit of the momentum, and you think it'd be great for them to come away from this second matchup with, again, two points. And how do they do that? Well, for one, and we touched on it a little bit earlier, the Stars need to find a way to get more power play opportunities. They only got one chance at the man advantage on Saturday night, and that man advantage opportunity was actually cut short with about 50 minutes left on the Stars' first power play. Vince Dunn was called for high-sticking against Max Domi, but then in the middle of that Stars' power play, Rope Hens gets called for holding, and the Stars really only got about a minute and 10 seconds on the man advantage. I don't even really think the second power play unit got to see the ice. And so the Stars need to find a way to draw more penalties and get those looks on the power play because this is a Seattle Kraken team who boasts one of the worst kills in the National Hockey League. Uh, On Saturday night, their penalty kill ranked 24th in overall percentage across the league. And of course, uh, we know their goaltending is certainly not the best across the entirety of the league, especially in the Pacific Division. So it would be monumental if the Dallas Stars were able to get a few looks on the power play outside of just a 70-second stretch. If they're able to do that, if they're able to get three or four opportunities on the power play, I think they have a great chance to build a bigger lead and hopefully find a way to win the game. And they also need to find a way to avoid overtime in this game. Unless they find themselves down and it's another dramatic comeback, I really think the Stars need to avoid OT because this is game one of a back-to-back, and they'll be playing in Vancouver tomorrow. And for some reason, the Vancouver Canucks have had the Dallas Stars number 
Over the past few years, last season, they swept the season series. The Canucks beat the Stars in Dallas earlier this season. And for some reason, it just always feels weird when the Stars go to Vancouver. It's a tough place to play, and the Stars just never really seem to do well in, in that building, in that arena. And they need to be as energized and well-rested as possible. So if there's any way to do so, get the win and get the win in regulation where you don't have to exert that extra energy. You don't have to ask more out of your players and they can rest up and get to Vancouver quicker and get prepared for that second game in the back-to-back. And of course, uh, just give Jake Ottinger some help. I know Jake Ottinger has not necessarily had the best numbers as of late. There's been some leaky defense here and there. I think it looked a little bit better on Seattle uh, on Saturday night, although it certainly was not perfect. Hopefully we'll see a little more cleanliness around the crease giving what I assume is Jake Ottinger in net. I imagine we're going to see Otter either in net tonight in Matt Murray or Scott Wedgwood tomorrow or vice versa. Regardless of who's in net, give them the help they need, execute on the power play, get those power play opportunities. I think the stars are going to be just fine. So far, so good on this road trip. There's still plenty of games left on this trip through the Pacific Northwest into Canada eventually, but so far the signs are promising and the stars are taking care of business And this is a huge week for them going forward. And I, for one, am excited to see what they can do against some of the best teams in the NHL and even the teams that aren't necessarily as good, the teams like Vancouver and Calgary, who is continuing to slip. These are going to be exciting and exciting contests, close games, and very loud and tough to play environments, getting this team prepared for what the playoff atmosphere will be like. But that is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you so much again for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Remember to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. Hit the follow button on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Remember, we're free and available no matter where or how you may choose to listen. You can also find and follow us on social media, at Locked on Stars, Instagram, and Twitter. My personal Twitter account, at Dane double underscore Lewis. We'll be back here tomorrow with a recap of this game against the Kraken. Of course, looking ahead to Tuesday night's date, in Vancouver against the Canucks. But thank you guys so much again for tuning in. Take care of yourselves today, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.